I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 32. The only podcast for brokers by brokers. I Love Mortgage Brokering will inspire you to up your mortgage business. Join your host, Scott Peckford. Hi, Broker Nation. I am thrilled to introduce our guest today, Lisa Mannering. Lisa is a mortgage broker with Mortgage Alliance. She's been a broker for 12 years and based at Etowasan, BC. I am stoked to do this interview today. Lisa, are you ready to rock? Absolutely, I am. Awesome. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, As you just said, I've been a mortgage broker for the past uh, 12 years. Previous to that, I was working for one of the big banks. I was there for just uh, just over 16 years. So I've been in the industry a long time. Uh, love what I do. Love the flexibility it gives me. And uh, certainly this has been a challenging few years, which uh, has made it very interesting for us in uh, the mortgage broker world. So I always like to ask how you got into the mortgage business because most no one started as you. I'm sure when you were you know in kindergarten and they ask you what to be when you grow up, you didn't say mortgage broker. So what was your path to where no, you are today? No, I didn't. No, I I, I said uh, supermodel, but I'm only five feet, so so much for that. Actually, uh, my previous life working for um, a, a bank brought me into the mortgage broker world. I actually had a client who was a mortgage broker. And she used to tease me all the time and tell me that uh, when I grew up, I was going to be a mortgage broker. And it was actually the birth of my son that brought me to it. It was the inflexibility of being a banker that took me over to mortgage brokering. And the attraction initially was the fact that I could set my own hours. Uh, you know, it wasn't a nine-to-five job. Uh, I can spend more time with my son. That's initially what brought me to it. It was a complete surprise when I eventually made the jump and opened up my own shop. But I love it. I, I, I absolutely love it. I, I couldn't imagine doing anything differently. I, I could never go back to banking ever again. And so when you initially left, how many years were you in banking? Uh, just over 16 years. And when you made the jump to mortgage broker, did you was it easy? Was there What surprised you about switching from the banking, which is you know more an encompassing role, to just to mortgage brokering? I think it's putting on your entrepreneurial hat. I brought most of the skill set that I needed with me. Certainly, there are things to learn as a mortgage broker versus a banker. But for me, it was putting on that entrepreneur hat, taking away the structure that uh, bank life has. I mean, certainly, you still want to bring certain structure and processes into your business. I I believe that's what does make a successful uh, mortgage broker. But for me, there's an entrepreneurial spirit that we have. We are, in fact, our own business, um, which... That took a little bit of time for me to take my banker hat off and put my broker hat on. Yeah, I, I love that too. I love being an entrepreneur. Someone once said to me, you wake up unemployed every day. And I think that's a great way to think of being an entrepreneur. I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> so before we dive into your story, I like to ask about a success quote because I love quotes, how they distill an idea or a concept down into something that's portable and, and you can take it with you and remind you. So can you share a quote that's really impacted your life or business? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I'm a huge hockey fan. Anyone that knows me knows that I am a, a huge hockey nut. And there's a quote that Wayne Gretzky made that says, you will not make 100% of the shots you don't take. And I have brought that into my business from the standpoint, you have to be somewhat fearless. You can't be afraid, whether it's to put yourself in front of a potential referral source or just asking a client for their business. I think the most important thing that we have to be is confident and at some time we have to be fearless in order to be successful in this industry. Right. That's a great quote. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And so can you give me an example specifically of something that maybe you had, you had a bit of apprehension about trying, but then you, you were, will, you know, you decided to step into it anyway? 
Yeah, absolutely. When I first started out in uh, the community where where I am, which is uh, Tawa, uh, beautiful, sunny Tawanafin, I wanted to get out and introduce myself to the real estate community, which can be a little bit tough. A lot of the realtors out here are long-time established people. There were some very successful brokers out here that had been out here for a number of years. For me, I knew I had to get in front of these guys, not just picking up the phone and calling them, but actually meeting them belly to belly. So I started getting up Sunday mornings, preparing and getting out walking into these open houses and meeting these guys. Some of it was very intimidating. I was very new as a mortgage broker. These were long-time established realtors. Certainly not every meeting was received the way I would have liked, but I have to say that it did make an impact on a lot of these guys, the fact that they had never had somebody just coldly walk into one of their open houses with a warm cup of coffee and a little bit of, you know, a little bio on them, sit down, give them the opportunity a little bit to get to know me, and it was scary. I mean, I, I, I certainly was a little bit intimidated, but at the end of the day, it was probably one of the best things I ever did to grow this business in the beginning. And do you still have some of those realtors with you from way back when you started that? Absolutely. Not only do I still have the, the ones from the beginning, but even the ones that were apprehensive. I just, uh, you know, as short as two weeks ago, had somebody say to me, I remember uh, 10 years ago you walking into one of my open houses. I've never forgotten that. So it, 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 it's kind of cool. It, it did pay off in dividends. That's awesome. And another area that I found as an entrepreneur and business owner is that there's failure and there's not everything that we try, like you're talking about, succeeds. And so, but there's always a lesson. When you look back at failure, there's a lesson in it for you. So can you share something that you had tried and failed at, but looking back that there was a lesson? Yeah, absolutely. I can remember when I was working out of a real estate house running a couple of contests. It didn't go over quite as well as I had hoped. I didn't necessarily get the realtor participation in it. You know, I, I had put a lot of, I think, you know, time and in my mind, this was going to be a fantastic sort of a contest. I, I had very few referrals off of it. You know, it, it it didn't turn into quite the success that I had hoped. And what I learned through that was, you know, you need to be a little bit more consistent, I think, with some of these things. And you also have to really kind of target your, your market. Back then, it was um, a contest to do with uh, Apple. And it was they could win um, a Mac computer, for example. We were looking initially at uh, the very early generation uh, iPhones. The problem that I had was I didn't really look at the market because back then, most of the tools that the realtors used were not Mac compatible. So for me, the lesson that I took away from that was I didn't think of the market before I decided, hey, this is what I'm going to provide for you guys because there was really of no benefit to them. Right. It was some, are you a Mac person? I am a Mac person, yes. Me too. So it's easy to get excited and think everybody's got to use our stuff, but maybe, you know, if they're... If they're yeah, used- it, well, it, it's the coolest stuff ever. You know, look, look, look at all the neat stuff it'll do. But at the end of the day, most of the realtor programs, and even at that point, some of the MLS programs weren't supported on Mac. So now, now it's a different world. If I ran that contest today, it would probably be, be completely different. But certainly, I, I did take away a lesson from that. Right. That's great. And and I know I've same with me. I've tried different scenarios, thank you programs and things and and it's always a experiment and what you think in your mind or what would in ex, you know excite me doesn't always work as well. And so in that though like you've obviously done this a few times over the years had different types of campaigns. So can you share an example of a campaign or something you did that actually worked pretty well? Big screen TV. I uh, I brought a big screen TV into the office. I plugged it in. I had hockey running constantly. Um, I had Canucks jerseys in behind it. Every time those guys came into the office, whether they were working in the office or dropping off deal sheets, dropping off keys or whatever they were doing, there that TV sat. 
So it was amazing at how many referrals I got over that period of time. And, you know, realtors like stuff. You know, they, they, they do. They, they like the idea of, of getting stuff. And uh, the fact that there was this, you know, this, this monster TV sitting there in the reception area, yeah, that, that worked really, really well. And the fact, again, that it was around hockey season didn't hurt. <laughs> right. And they saw it every day walking by. It wasn't like a, yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant idea, actually. I love that. So yeah. if somebody's listening to this and they're in a real estate office, you, this is a free uh, tip for you. Take, do that. Take Lisa's idea because it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, keep your eye on the Costco flyers, the London Drugs flyers, you know, get get a good sale and, and, and bring it in there. You'd be amazed. There were times that I came in there and there'd be three or four of them huddled around the TV, you know, talking about different things. And the cool thing was a couple of them had my business cards in their hands, which I liked. Right. Awesome. I, I've noticed successful mortgage brokers always have systems and processes. And obviously from your banking background, they, they have some as well. Uh, but they're also willing to tweak and adjust those processes to get a better result. So can you share specifically about an administrative process that maybe wasn't working as well as you would like and then a, adjustment you made and the outcome you got? Yeah, for, for me, it's been maintenance of, of the database. Uh, for me, the most important tool that you have as a mortgage broker is a solid database. And in the beginning, I probably wasn't maintaining the information as well as I should have. Um, that is a huge part of the business now is ensuring the, the integrity of the information that goes into that database. It makes your mailers more effective. It makes your communication with your clients more effective. Um, you know, any of my new brokers that come in, that's the first thing that I say to them is from day one, make sure that you are maintaining and constantly adjusting and ensuring the accuracy of your client data. And so what program do you use for that? I actually do mine right off of Outlook. Uh, I, I find it handy. It, it's great for, for mail merging. Um, we do a shared calendar through the Microsoft Cloud with my assistant, so they have access to everything. Uh, and it's worked very, very well for us. And it isn't interesting. I was just thinking as you were talking about how a new broker, when they don't have a ton of business, that they never take care of their database, even though they have the most time to possibly do it. And yet everybody who's been in the business, say, five plus years is like, why didn't I do that when I started? What was I thinking? Uh, so if you're new, like do it now, don't wait till you're five years in and then you got to go back and dig through it and try to make sense of it. That's exactly right. And you know what, having, you know, three birthdays and, uh, two anniversaries of more, of mortgage dates in there, it, it, it's very easy. You're, you're absolutely right. Do it right from the beginning. Cause it's amazing how many longtime brokers I've talked to have said, Oh, I've got to do that. I've got to start, you know, getting cards out to clients and I have to, I have to, I have to. And it's such a daunting task. Mm-hmm. If you start it from the beginning, it's very easy. So another area that uh, successful brokers have is they have a sales process. So obviously they don't just show up and kind of just figure out what's going to happen. So can you share an example of a part of your sales process or your marketing that maybe wasn't working as well as you would like and what kind of change you made and what sort of outcome you got? For me, my my external marketing more has just been sticking to one or, or two things consistently. I do uh, an ad in the Real Estate Weekly out here in South Delta, which has given me you know brand recognition. If people are starting to look at homes, that's kind of the Bible. That's the first thing they're going to pick up. Um, my my name, you know, my face. I've been in there continually now for well over ten years, so people recognize me there. There are a few publications that I do support just so I, you know, I have that ongoing. There's a couple of um, uh, marketing material that the local paper does out here, getting to know you or women in business. I've always participated in those types of things as well. Um, For me, it's been most, I was told early on, it's mostly about consistency. As opposed to running around and spending your ad dollars 
here, there, and everywhere to pick a few different things and be in that on a constant basis. You'll probably get better recognition with your clients doing that. Right. And of those options, those things that you're doing, which one do you think has, has had the largest impact on for you? I would say the re- probably the Real Estate Weekly. The, the real estate paper ha- has been really good. I've actually buddied up with a very good friend of mine who's a realtor out here. Our ads complement each other. There's sort of a um, funky kind of a font. It's not the traditional sort of a thing that you would expect in a real estate paper. We, we've had very, very good response from it. So for anyone out there that's thinking about doing it, if you do have an agent that you potentially could pair up with, make the ads look somewhat similar. It, it you know, for, for me, the, the effect's been really good. I've had a lot of people compliment on it and say, we love that ad. It looks really, really good. And can you, can you like re- recall any business that came directly from it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have had even you know a month ago, I've had somebody said I've been looking at your your picture and your ad in the real estate paper for the last three years. I you know the minute that we were looking at walking away from our bank because unfortunately we haven't been that happy. I said to my wife, I want to give this lady a call. You know, which which was great. I mean, this this is exactly why we do it. Right. Awesome. So another thing that I've talked to all these mortgage brokers is there's this theme of the need to diversify your income. And there's kind of, in my mind so far, I've seen two camps forming. There's one camp that says, yes, you need to diversify. We need to get, you know, share of wallet. We build trust. We can. And then there's another camp that says, no, just stick to mortgage brokering. And I'm just wondering which camp you fall in or what your thoughts are on diversifying your income. And if you are sort of diversifying, what area are you focusing on? Uh, for me, in order to, to bring additional income, whether it be into the business or into the franchise, as long as it has a value add to the client. So certainly insurance sales. If beneficial, I will always give the clients a couple of options. If we are in a position to sell them insurance, certainly that is residual income, which is great. It has to make sense for the customer. Um, that would probably be it at, at this point about it for me. Um, unfortunately, we have not seen a lot of success in Canada with the trailer fee lenders. I, 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 in theory, I liked what they had to offer. Unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of traction w- with them. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably about, about it for us. You know, the other option for me, I guess, would be winning the lottery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, how do you run uh, your busy mortgage practice, keep everything going, and and family? So, how how do you balance that? Uh, I would say probably early to bed, lots of coffee uh, for me. Um, because I started this when I was very young, my son doesn't really know anything, you know, differently. My my business is is somewhat of a you know an, an extension of me. Organization. Have good people around you. Uh, no one to say no. Not every deal can be done. You know, I, I think that there are a lot of people out there that will spend a lot of time spinning their wheels on things that just can't be done. Um, but I think first and foremost for me would be keeping the business organized and having good people around you. I have never been frightened to hire somebody who is smarter than me. That, that generally, I, I was told that very early in my career. And that has bode very well for me. I, I have two amazing ladies right here in the office that take really good care of me and uh, keep not only my business, but, you know, the, the franchise as a whole afloat. I'm, I'm very lucky to have them. That's awesome. People do make a big difference. So I'm going to move to the rapid fire questions. You can answer these with little shorter answers if you like. So what is the number one thing holding back most mortgage brokers from being successful? I think fear. And, fear. Well, Fear to get in front of clients, uh, fear to meet people. Uh, maybe they're just, they're they're scared to take a risk. Yeah. And what one thing or habit do you think's made you successful? Consistency. And do you have an internet resource, software program you use to make your business more successful? 
we do a li- we do dabble a little bit in social media. I had just recently brought somebody on board who is very social media savvy, and uh, we are in the process. She is in the process of getting us out into uh, the, the the social media side of the business a little more aggressively than we have been. So I'm I'm actually very excited he- heading into the end of this year and the beginning of next because this will be a new thing for us. And is there one area? I know it's rapid fire questions, but I sometimes break my own rules. Um, is there one area that you're going to focus on in the social media? I would say probably Facebook. Um, yeah, fa- fa- Facebook will be a good one. We're looking at doing some some contests there. You know, she's got some really neat ideas. I, I think there's a, a fantastic potential out there. Right. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? One of my favorite books is called Tiny Buddha. And it is very, uh, it, there are inspirational quotes uh, from Buddha that apply to just about every aspect in your life. And it's a really small book, too, so it sits very nicely on the corner of my desk. But I, I, every once in a while, if you're frustrated, and I will dig out that book, read a couple of quotes, and it just seems to settle my nerves and get me back into my day. Get you focused. So where do you think our industry's headed? Where's the opportunity? Oh, that is a fantastic question. Um, I would say that the opportunity is there for those that treat this as a career. There are many, I think we have a lot of people that come into this industry hoping to turn a quick buck. Uh, those tend to be the people that are unsuccessful. I would say for those that are looking to build a business, really take care of people. When you're dealing with a client, you know, for me, I don't just think about that client. I think about that client's family, that client's neighbor, that client's friends, really making an impact with people. I think there's a lot of frustration in this industry. If you talk to most clients that call a bank, for example, Try and get yourself a warm body on the phone within the first 30 seconds. Good luck. It's really difficult to do. And I think that's where we as brokers with personalized service can really rise above our competition. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so here's one of my favorite questions. It's a DeLorean question. Remember the movie Back to the Future? I do. And in the movie, the DeLorean is the car you can travel in time. So if you could get in the DeLorean and you could travel back 12 years ago to your first day when you left the bank and became a mortgage broker and you're going, to add, you're going to be able to give yourself some advice. So you'd sit down and give yourself three pieces of advice so that you'd have a better business today. What three things would you tell yourself? I love this question. My first one would be not every deal can be done. Don't waste your time on something that realistically you just can't do, especially in the beginning. I think, you know, you get a deal out there and quite often if you, you get those, those first few referrals, quite often, these are dead horses that just can't be done. So I would say know when to say enough's enough. My next one would be don't devalue your time or your service. I think in the beginning, we were desperate to get some numbers up. And quite often, we might do that at the, you know, at, at a significant cost, we end up not making any money at the end of the day. Don't devalue your time. If you're if you're good, you're driven and you're passionate with what you do, your time and your effort is definitely worth reward. The last one I would say would be Ensure that it's, you enjoy your day. Even on the toughest days, make sure you take a step back and you laugh at something. We do work in a very high-pressure environment at times, and I think it's very, very important that we don't fall back into you know, the stress and upset that can sometimes be created from things we have no control over, whether that be a very, very tight subject removal brought on by a realtor or just this past Monday, the land title office being down and mortgages not being able to be registered. Take a step back, breathe, and Try and find some humor in your day. Right. So not every deal can be done. You tell yourself, don't devalue your time and ensure you enjoy your day. So keep smiling even when things things are not going the way you had planned. That's right. Put on another pot of coffee. 
another part of call. And I have a question for you, actually, and there's not a deal can be done. So if you work with realtors for a long time, that there's always stuff that they, you know, that maybe can't work. So how do you give us some advice on how you kind of break, not break up, but break the news to them that, hey, this isn't going to work. So if I'm a realtor and I sent you a referral and and I think it's, oh, it's done. Here you go, Lisa. It's going to be fantastic. And it, the thing is just not going to work. What would you say to me? I, you know, I, I think the most important thing, it, quite often, I don't think it's as much what you say, but how quickly you say it. Because I think if you talk to a lot of agents, they will all have the horror stories of a deal that dragged on for the better part of two weeks. And then they were told, no, it's similar with us when we send something to a lender. There's nothing more frustrating than sending something down there and waiting and waiting and waiting to ultimately be told no. I think it's important to tell the realtor from the onset, we have some challenges here. I may have some issues putting this together. And as quickly as you can derive the fact that this is unfortunately just maybe one of those those deals that can't be done, that information is communicated back. Right. So give the realtor a heads up and just if you have to say no, say no quickly so that there's no... There's no, there is nothing worse than dragging something on for 10 days and then yeah. them because then they're always going to yeah anyway it just creates all kinds of stress. It does. Well, Lisa, I have really enjoyed our conversation today and you've given some great advice for anybody who's in the broker business and especially that the tip on the TV contest I think that would be that's that's awesome. And so where can people find you online? Uh you can find me at Lisa Mannering dot com l i s a m a n w a r i n g dot com and are you guys hiring we're always looking for good people absolutely okay and anyone listening if you go to i love mortgage brokering dot com in the show notes you type in lisa you can find her you can find links to her site uh, as well as any of the, the notes that we are, are to do with this show lisa i hope you have an awesome year and and thanks so much for your time thank you for the opportunity i had so much fun the only podcast for brokers by brokers. I Love Mortgage Brokering will inspire you to up your mortgage business. Join your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Have you joined our VIP club for mortgage brokers yet? If not, you're missing out. We share exclusive content not available on the web or the show. We share scripts, step-by-step -step guides, and other insider tips to help you save time and make you more money. I can't tell you how many times after I turn off the recorder, a guest starts sharing some awesome advice or a script or, or a tip, and I take the best of this and share it with my VIPs. If you want to get on the list, visit ilovemortgagebrokering.com slash VIP. That's ilovemortgagebrokering.com slash VIP. Oh, and one other thing. Since this is exclusively for mortgage brokers, there is a skill testing question. Good luck, and I hope you continue to rock your mortgage biz.